0: One of the things that was our theme this week was invite people to church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Invite people to church. I'm sure many of your churches have given out invitation cards for you to go and give to your friends and neighbors and coworkers and people you don't even know. Can we add something to that? Contact your friends right now. Invite them to listen today and tomorrow. Yes. To what Ray has been unpacking. When he came in in the fall, to unpack the fall feasts, we knew something special was going on. It was so powerful, so anointed. So when he said, hey, I'd like to come back and, and unpack these uh, feasts in the spring, mm-hmm. Passover, Easter, uh, obviously Good Friday, we are all in. And so what we're doing this morning is unpacking passover it's a special edition of study your spouse we're studying jesus's bride and passover is an amazing study it really takes two days because you're dealing with passover the feast of unleavened bread and first fruits some of the Passover seders growing up seemed like two days. <laughs> <laughs> it is ironic that Can we they,
1: eat? <laughs> they actually do Passover on two different days. Jesus did the first day and then died on the literal Passover. So there's, there's even symbolism in those kind of things. But that wasn't because we, we just noticed so much about the bride. And we mm. thought, you know, there's no way to cake these two concepts unless we spread it out a little bit. And we're now we're going to look right now at the answer to the question, how was he slain from the foundation of the world? How in the world did that happen? So we're not going Passover in Egypt this time. We're going Passover in Eden, Mm.
0: as in the garden. As Charles Stanley would say, listen to this, listen to this. (laughs) Listen
1: to this. All right, so here's... Here's the verse from Genesis 2. So the Lord God made the man to fall into a deep sleep. Remember those words. Mm -hmm. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. And the Lord made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. All right, the words sleep and dead in the Bible are used uh, euphemistically or interchangeably. They're, they're similar. So, uh, 1 Kings, then David slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. Mm-hmm. All right, if he was sleeping, that would be really mean to bury him. Okay, <laughs> many of those who sleep in the dust of the ground will awake, these to everlasting life, but the others to degr- disgrace and everlasting con- contempt. That's Daniel. So, again, sleeping in the dust, same concept. We don't do that. We don't bury ourselves when we sleep now they were all weeping and lamenting for her but he said this is jesus stop weeping for she has not died but is asleep and they began laughing at him knowing that she had died right. so even they the word is so interchangeable in those sense so and of course the more famous one our friend lazarus has fallen asleep but i go so that i may awaken him out of sleep this is like Mark Rutland with one of those sermons you know he's sleeping, but he's not sleeping, but he's sleeping, but he's not sleeping. <laughs> so same kind of deal. The disciples said to him, "Lord, if he's falling asleep, he'll recover. In other words, they thought he was sick. Now he's not sleeping, he's not sick, he's dead. Now Jesus had spoken of his death death, but they thought he was speaking of literal sleep. And finally, uh, Revelation. I heard a voice from heaven saying, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit. So they may rest from their labors, for their deeds follow with them. So again, the reason all along death and sleep were so interchangeable was because God looks at even dying as resting from your labors. Mm. All right? So, but go back now to that moment in the garden. So the Lord caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, all right? He is not dead. He's just sleeping. But what does he represent? He represents Jesus on the cross who dies. He's the first Adam. This is his dying in that sense. So here you have and I'm gonna, we're just going to walk through this really slowly and easily so it doesn't blow your mind here. But you have the very first shadow or picture of Passover on the cross when God overshadows Adam. He removes a rib from his side and he makes Eve his bride, right? Mm-hmm. 4,000 years later, that shadow becomes real when a spear pierces the side of Jesus, mm. the second Adam, and blood and water gush out representing his bride, the church coming forth. Mm. Now, from the medical perspective, hypovolemic shock causes fluid to gather in the sac around your heart and around the lungs. So that's why you get blood and water. That's how they knew he was dead. From the founding of the church's perspective, this is the one who came, and this is First John 5, this is the one who came by water and blood. Jesus Christ. It did not come by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and these three are in agreement. 1 John 5. There's a lot of symbolism going on here, obviously. Mm. Shedding of blood is for the forgiveness of sins. Mm. Water baptism into his death. The water is also a symbol of birth. You know, water breaks and you have birth, okay? But the main point is Jesus is birthing the church with his spirit there on the cross. And so that's one of those moments you don't want to miss. The foundation of the world that the verse, you've slain from the foundation, was speaking about when Jesus was slain obviously on the cross, Mm -hmm. points back to the rib being removed from Adam to create Eve, because the whole point of it is the the bride coming forth. That's what Mm -hmm. it's all about, a wedding. Wow. So the reality from this to this all comes together. So creation and redemption is all about creating a bride for the son. Passover and the cross, all about that wedding, and if you could, you know, see through God's eyes,
0: you'd be seeing the cake and the dress and all these other elements, but we're seeing these weighty things going on. Which are just a little mind-blowing. Uh, amazing stuff. And if you're following along at home and you don't have the home game, by the, <laughs> by the end of today's show, you will. All of these uh, teachings will be posted up at the Victory 91.5 Facebook page. And we'll also have uh, Ray's Notes. Ray Haynes is in here this morning. Special edition of Study Your Spouse Thursday. It's Victory 91.5.